Welcome to the Family Life Christian Fellowship Podcast. Become a light today. Featuring Pastors Larry and Yvonne Clark. This message will teach, empower, encourage, and even challenge you in your walk with the Lord. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit familylifeonline.org. And now, here's this week's speaker. Say it again, it's a new day. Hallelujah. Weeping may endure for a night, but what comes in the morning? Yeah. What comes in the morning? Hallelujah. Hey, come on, read that scripture with me. Ready? The thief cometh only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they might have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflow. Somebody shout, I'm in the flow. What did Jesus come to do? To give us what? Life. And just a little bit? Abundantly. Say it with me. Abundantly. Somebody say, increase. Say this. My life should increase. If I have the life of God, then my life will increase. If I know it. Praise God. I don't know if you're aware of this tonight. Today, but the life of God, he said, he came that you might have life. That life is on the inside of you. And Satan comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He's out for your life. How many people know that? (laughs) Satan is out for your life. He wants your life. He wants the lives of every person that's born on the face of this earth. He wants your life. Now, sometimes he'll... He'll get it early. That's called abortion. Oh, he'll, he'll take the life early. But if you make it through that, then he's on the rampage to take your life. Steal, kill, and destroy. Say it with me. Steal, kill, and destroy. That's his mode of operation. He does a good job of it. Amen. But God wants us to understand his tactics, only three. I don't care what it, whatever you've gone through, whatever the devil has messed with you, there's only three things he can do. There's no temptation that's taken you such as is common to man. The devil ain't got no new stuff to do. Three things, steal, kill, and destroy. That's all he has. But you have the wisdom of God, the power of God, the love of God, the strength of God to overcome all that. You have life. And when we learn how to allow that life to operate in the full, to the abundance, to the overflow, we can wipe him out. We can stop any stealing, killing, and destroying. Now, this is how the Lord gave it to me. So I'm going to give it to you this way. The devil comes to steal your joy, kill your faith, and destroy your dreams. Okay. He, I'm going to say it again. Say it with me. Steal your joy, kill your faith, and destroy your dreams. Now, now tell your neighbor. Say, Neighbor. The devil has come come. to steal your joy, joy, 
Kill your faith. Destroy your dreams. Tell him this. Don't let him do it. Amen. Don't let him do it. I made a decision the devil's not going to steal my joy. So if he can steal my joy, then he can kill my faith and destroy my dreams. That's the order. The devil don't come out to kill you right away. It's like a cat and a mouse. <laughs> you know, a cat get a mouse. He don't want to kill it right away. <laughs> he went, yeah, torment it. You ever been tormented? Glory. That's what he comes to do. So the first thing he wants to do is to steal your joy. If he gets your joy, then he can kill your faith. If he can kill your faith, he'll destroy your dreams. If he destroys your dreams, you, you're a walking dead. People walk around like they're dead. Now, I'm not making, I'm not making fun of this. Because the Lord is sending us into the nursing homes. Sister Lenny, there's a mother of you. We're going into the nursing homes. That's one of our calling is to go into the nursing homes. <coughs> you ever been to a nursing home? Why? Well, these people think they get old. Their dreams are gone. Moses lived 120 years. You can be 80. You can still have a dream. The Bible said old men dream dreams, right? <laughs> Young men see visions. So we should always have a dream or a vision. But I'm not just talking about people in the nursing home. There's younger people. There's people walking around. There's teenagers walking around just like people in the nursing home. Why? No dream. No dream. Oh, they have dreams, but Satan came to kill it, destroy it. The thing about it, he can't do it. He make you think. It's destroyed. But Jesus came that you might have life. And with that life, you get it back. Hallelujah. You find out what it is. Now, I'm going to say something to the young people, to the older people. You need to get this. And I'm not uh, older, younger. Praise God. I'm going to tell you something. Now, I, I like the Internet. And there's a couple games I like. I like to play tennis on the Internet. If you spend your time on that internet playing games and stuff, you ain't got no life. You ain't got a life. First of all, how are you going to make money on the internet 24-7? How are you going to make some money? You ain't got no life. Jesus said he came there in my life. But you know, most of the people you see, man, they're on that phone almost 24-7. And when I get on it, most of the time, I'm listening to the word. Amen. Praise God. Some life. Man, you get over on Facebook. I don't, I don't get on but once in a while. 
when it comes up in my mail, and I get on, I peek and see what's going on. <laughs> and most of the time, it's about nothing. The people on there ain't got no hope. I don't know they got hope. Come on. I can understand the world. But I don't understand Christians. We born again. We don't know that Jesus said, I come that you might have what? Life. Life. What did he come that we might have? Life. Life. Woo. Say it again. Life. Life. And live it to the full. That means dreams, visions. Businesses, glory to God. Hallelujah. Woo! Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Now I didn't come here to get on you today. I come here that you might have hope, glory to God. Come here that you might live again. Amen. Hallelujah. And that's one of the ways he still kill and destroy. Hallelujah. Praise God. Come on. Say resist him. And he will flee. So I resist you, devil. See if you learn to say sometimes we let we let stuff happen, and we 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 don't say nothing. But the Bible said, if you what resist the devil, he will what. So if he comes to steal, kill, and destroy, all you got to do is what. And he will do what. He got to. He doesn't have any choice. If you know you're anointed, hallelujah. Somebody say, I'm anointed. I'm anointed. Mm, I've come to stir that anointing up on you today, amen. Hallelujah. You're going to go out here, devil chasers, amen. Devil stompers, hallelujah. Come on, stomp. <laughs> Glory, because where is he? I said, where is he? Yeah. Somebody talking about the devil's on my back. Trying to, he ain't on your back. Where is he? Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory. Hallelujah. Read with me. Next page. To give you some thoughts. Something to put in their mouths. How do you resist the devil? You know how to resist him? Open your mouth. Speak. Speak life. Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. So when you open your mouth and speak life, he doesn't like life. He will do what? Flee. Now, if you open your mouth so like a dead rabbit or a wounded rabbit or a wounded chicken. I was raised up on the farm. Sometimes you get to the wounded chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Glory. Hallelujah. Man, the devil know. Listen. We, we dealt with upset last week. I'm just going to bring it like this. There's times you're going to get upset. There's times you're going to cry. We've been trained when we get upset and cry. We let it out. Oh, nobody cares about me. Oh, all oh, this. It sounded like a, 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 a wounded what happens when, the, when a predator knows that someone's wounded? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. So if the devil can steal your joy, see? See, we need to understand. How do we get the joy up? 
You say it out of your mouth. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> you laugh a little bit. <laughs> but I don't feel like laughing. Bless God. Sometimes I, I didn't feel like going to work, but I got up anyway. Hallelujah. You ever been there, Sister Teray? You didn't feel like getting up. What did you do? Got up anyway. There's sometimes I don't feel like praising the Lord, but bless God, I know that that's how I'm going to resist the devil. Hallelujah. Hey. <laughs> Come on, read with me. Let's put some, something in our mouths this morning. Something to chew on this morning. Ready, read. We have been translated into the kingdom of God. Put it to you. So I have been translated, have been translated into the kingdom of God. You know what that means? You are in a place where there is no lack. We are in a place where there's abundance. Let's, let's, let me say it. You're under government. People getting upset about Donald Trump. Donald Trump has nothing to do with you if you know where you are, if you know that you're in the kingdom. If Hillary Clinton had gotten in, she couldn't have hurt you, hallelujah, because we're under the kingship of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're in the kingdom of God, hallelujah. Woo! <laughs> Colossians chapter 1, verse 14 says that. We are in the kingdom of God. We have been translated there. When you said Jesus coming to my heart, what happened? There was a shift. And you can't see it because it's invisible. That's why we got faith. That's why the devil want to kill your faith so you can't, all you can see is what's in front of you. All we can see is what's in front of us. That's what he wants to keep you at. That'll kill your faith. All you can, we're going to talk about faith. Not today. But if all you can see in front of you is what you can see, he done killed your faith. Because faith gives substance of, it's, it's the evidence of things as what? Not seen. Your life is determined not by what you can see, but what you can't see. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo. Glory. Amen. But if he can get you to say what you see, then your faith is dead. Hallelujah. He didn't got your joy. Mm. <laughs> Somebody say, ha, 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 ha. I got to see if you got any joy. You got any joy today? Ha, 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 ha. Oh, I can see right away who got joy or don't. Ha, 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 Devil can see you too. Learn to laugh. You come to church and laugh? Some people pay hundreds of dollars. Have a comedian make them laugh and say dirty jokes and stuff. And they say, ha, 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 ha. This is free. <laughs> Woo. Ha, 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 ha. Come on, let's go. Say this. We have the life of God. We have the life of God. Colossians 1.27. Christ in you, the hope of glory. 2 Corinthians 13.5. Turn to that quickly. 2 Corinthians 13.5. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory. Christ in you. Think about that as you turn. Christ in you, the hope of glory. What's that mean? If God's life is in you, you can expect glory. Hallelujah. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. You have in you glory that can cause any sickness or disease to leave. 
We have in us glory that causes all circumstances in the natural to turn to work for good. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm. So I can expect glory. Somebody got 2 Corinthians 13, 5? Hallelujah. Who has it? Who's me? Sister Lori, read it. Read it for me. Examine yourselves, whether you be in faith, prove your own selves. Know ye not your own selves, how that Jesus is in you, except ye be reprobate. Amen. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so, thank you. Amen. So what we're going to do, we're going to take communion in a few minutes. We're gonna we need to examine ourselves, see if you're in faith. You got faith? Is it dead? Is it alive? <laughs> examine. You can, we need to stop examining ourselves every once in a while. Where's my faith level? Is it increasing? Is it stagnant? Is it little? But here, here, here's your faith. How that Jesus Christ is in you. That's what you need to believe. Jesus is in me, and we need to say it. So say it. Say, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ the, life of God, the life of God, is in me now. In me now. Say it again. The life of God, life of God is in me now. Is in me now. Mm. now, don't raise your hand. When's the last time you said that? See, we don't know what we have, who, who we have in us, what we have in us. We got life. Can you say it with me? Life. I like Sister Gloria. Life. <laughs> Amen. So we have the life of God in us. Let's read the next one. Ready? Read. Become kingdom or increase minded. Read with me. Become kingdom or increase minded. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So we need to become increased-minded. Last week we were talking about gee, God always has increase on his mind. So should you. So when we're seeking the kingdom of God, what are we doing? We're seeking his kingdom. There's increase there. Instead of seeking what you don't have, what we're going to wear, what we're going to eat, what we're going to put on, seek his kingdom where everything is supplied. Amen. And start thanking him for it. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. But see, that's not what we've been taught. All right. Read, this ne read the next thing with me. The character of the kingdom of God is to increase, expand, grow, advance, overcome, overwhelm, and supplant. Stop right there. I want, you to, I want you to, this right here, I want you to learn this. I want us to be able to say it. See, you're in the kingdom of God, and you are to increase, expand, grow, advance, overcome, overwhelm, and supplant. That word supplant, supplant means it's something planted. You pluck it up and plant something else. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Did you hear what I just said? If there's some stuff going on in your life, you don't like it, glory to God, pluck it out and put something there that you like. Amen. Somebody said, well, I may not get rid of my wife like that. 
Man, get rid of my husband like that. Man, some of my children I need to get rid of. Some of my parents. No, I'm not talking about that. Because they're good. But if you don't like something that's going on in your life or in your family, glory to God, pluck it out. And supplant it. Plant something new there. You can do that. Everybody satisfied with your finances? Pluck it out. That's what the kingdom of God will do. It will take out the junk and you replace it with something new. Can you give me a scripture for that? Old things are what? Pass away. All things have become what? New. But you got to plant it. Come on, somebody said plant it. Plant it. So we th- see, we think God, God's just going to... No, he's giving you seed to replant. Glory. That's why you're here. I hope. Don't, man, don't walk out today and with that old tree there and you, and you let it sit there and you stay there and pluck it out and replant. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come and say it with me. Pluck it out. Pluck it out. Replant. replant. Say it again. Pluck it out. Replant. That's what the kingdom of God will do. Hallelujah. That's where you are. Amen. Well, say it with me. Say, say increase. increase. Expand. Expand. Grow. Grow. Advance. Advance. Overcome. Overcome. Overwhelm. Overwhelm. Supplant. Man, that was weak. Y'all, you is weak. Are you with me? Come on. We got to do it. Stand up. Stand up. I'm Sarge. <laughs> I'm Sarge today, amen. <laughs> We're in the kingdom, amen. How many people want change? I said, how many of you want increase? Are you satisfied where you are? And we got to put something in our mouth, hallelujah. We got to say it out, hallelujah. Come on, come on. You're in the where? Come on, that's weak. Where are you? I said, where are you? All right, what's that mean? We'd say it together. Ready? Increase. Come on. Expand. Grow. Advance. Overcome. Overwhelm. Supplant. Ready? Let's do it again. Ready? Increase. Expand. Grow. Advance. Overcome, overwhelm, supplant. Now watch this. What are we going to supplant? Well, you, here's a new word for you. Fiefdoms. That's, that's stuff you, that's the devil done put in there. That's, that's <laughs> okay. it, it's, it's like false things, false kingdoms or, or systems. There's a word. Any system that's gotten in your life. All right. You know, the, the deeds can be like a system, and you need to get rid of it. Everything works on systems. So we got false systems. The kingdom of God is a system, and you got false systems. And so what you do, you replace it. All right? It says whether personal or political. <laughs> Glory to God. I mean, don't, don't get on the protest. Replace it. Hallelujah. I mean, it's not going to affect you. Hallelujah. 
Come on, say this. Say, I spread out like light. I pervade like salt. Now, see, we, we, we kind of like, you got to learn how to put some <coughs> movement into it. <laughs> right, Brother Joey? <laughs> right, Sister Trey? Yeah, I know you can. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. We get into a place, you got to put some mmm. <laughs> this is the word of God that works. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, so, so when you when you say it, I spread out like light. Come on, do it. I spread out like light. Yeah. I pervade like salt. I enliven like leaven. This is gross. <laughs> and here's this one. And I bring the fullness of Jesus Christ himself into every place. Every place. My job, the marketplace, my school, wherever I go, my neighborhood, the life of Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Sit down for a minute. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! And we're going to close with this. There's a lot of scriptures, but you go home and read them. So I'm going to give them to you. Let's, I'm going to pause for a minute. Anybody here brought the sheet from last week? Anybody got something written on it and he took some notes? I'm going to carry I got a little thing that says notes. So we know what we should have, pencil and pen. I hear people say, don't send me to Africa I'm watching this pastor in Lagos, Nigeria, ministering to thousands of people in his congregation. And I watched those black people, those Africans, they got their up in church, they got their pen, they got their pencil, and you get some of them. They into it. You got your pen and pencil? You writing stuff down? Glory. And that's why they see miracles. Because they know it's the word. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. So I was going to, I had some for you. People wrote some notes. Amen. So you're going to start doing that, right? Huh? Write it down. Write something down. Something the Lord gives you. Oh, he did? Who did? Oh, you did? All right. Uh, okay, well, show it to me after that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Engage. There it is. Hallelujah. All right. Now, how Satan comes to do what? Steal. That's the first thing. Now, how are we going to not let him steal from us? You're going to have to increase what he's trying to steal. He comes to steal your what? So you're going to have to do what? Increase joy. See? You increase joy so much that he can't take it from you. You know, you think about a, a snowball is little. I mean, if the devil wants to take the little snowball, he can take it. 
If you just got a little bit of joy, he can steal it. But if you keep rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling until that thing becomes big, he can't take it. He can't steal it. Now, why does he want your joy? Do you know what joy is? See, why does he's a thief? He don't want nothing that don't work. But he make you think there ain't nothing to this joy. But everybody know Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10? What's it say? Joy of the Lord is my strength. You need to write that down. Go back and look it up. I'm not going to turn to it. Nehemiah 8.10 says, The joy of the Lord is my strength. Say it with me. The joy of the Lord is my strength. So if the devil can take your joy, then you have no strength. Mm. Can that explain why some of us are going through some things? Can it? Yeah. Because he didn't rob you of your what? Joy. Now, if he took your jewelry, you'd get upset. Now, can you see why some of us get upset? Because he didn't took your joy. You didn't know. You thought you got upset because so-and-so said something to you. No, you got upset because you, your spirit man realized... Your joy is gone. He didn't stole your joy. Hallelujah. Galatians 5.22. Write that down. 5.20. Look it up. You need to look some of these things up. And it talks about the fruit of the Spirit is love, peace, joy. Well, so what is joy? It's strength. It's a fruit of the spirit. That means it's a spiritual force. Then when you release it, the devil will flee. Somebody say force. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got it? Did you get it? You get it? Amen. You get it yesterday? <laughs> got you, devil. Hallelujah. <laughs> I need to let my kids get bound up. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I ain't let my kids get bound up. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I ain't let you get bound up. Glory to God. Amen. Praise God. You're here to be free. Amen. Hallelujah. And we're going to walk free, right? Yay. Hallelujah. Woo. Glory to God. <laughs> Woo. I see church. With people praising God, lifting up holy hands, hallelujah, rejoicing and shouting and dancing for the Lord because they know they got strength, glory to God, and the devil can't do nothing to them, hallelujah. Woo, glory to God, hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah. Hey, 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 oh, glory. What else is joy? First Peter 1 Peter 1.8. It's a, turn to that one. Turn to 1 Peter 1.8. I want you to read it. Glory. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. I see where we're going. Glory. Somebody you're gonna walk, somebody you're gonna get so mad at the devil. You're gonna try to steal my joy. But get so glad because you know he can't do it no more. 
I made up my mind, the devil, you ain't taking my joy. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. All right, somebody got that? Read it with me. You got it, 1 Peter 1.8. Ready? Whom having not seen, ye love. And whom though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Joy is a container that holds glory. Think about your drinking glass. It holds water. But this joy that you have is a container for the glory of God. Now, if the devil can take it, then you have no place to hold the glory and you'll not see manifestations of the Holy Ghost. Glory ain't in heaven. He done poured it out in your container of joy. But if you don't know where the joy is, then when the glory comes, you have nothing to contain it in. Amen. Mm. Therefore, with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. In order to get into salvation, everything that God has for you, we need some glory. Some joy. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All righty. Glory. Romans 14, 17 says, The kingdom of God is not meat nor drink, but righteousness, peace, and what? Joy in the Holy Ghost. So the kingdom of God is joy. What's joy? It's part of the kingdom. That's what you're in. That's what's in you. All right? It's an expression of grace. It's a bestowing of honor. What is the purpose of joy? Draw water with joy. You draw the glory. I just said it with joy. What else is it? Isaiah 35.10 says, Then shall the redeemed of the Lord return to come with singing and, and, and everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain gladness and joy and sorrow and mourning shall flee away. So what's the purpose of joy? To get rid of mourning. To get rid of sorrow. You ever had any sorrow in your life? Well, joy, see, look, listen, we live in a world. Sorrow is going to come to people. People are going to die. They shouldn't have to die until they get old enough. But things are going to happen. But God has equipped you with something that when the sorrow tries to get on you, you have something that you can go through it and overcome and overwhelm it, supplant it. <laughs> it's joy. Somebody say joy. joy. Say joy will overcome sorrow. Ooh, glory. Hallelujah. Mm, mm, mm. I like that. Hallelujah. All right. Increase joy. Say increase joy. Here. Let's look at this. We probably have to close here. Things Satan used to steal joy. Now, we need to know he comes to steal joy. We found out what it is, what it's used for. How many people are going to start using joy to get rid of sorrow? That means when you look at your bank account and you don't like it, what are you going to do? 
How many people know you can't pray out of sorrow? You can't pray, or you can do it, but it don't work. He said the effectual, somebody say effectual fervent prayer. prayer. Make tremendous power available. But see, if you're looking at your bank book and you, and you see I got $5, but your light bill is, is 75 and you're looking at I don't have money, so you pray, Lord, help me. And all you can see is I ain't got, I ain't got, I ain't got. That's not an effectual prayer. That prayer don't work. That's why we wonder, well, how come the Lord didn't do anything? If you're praying for healing and and you're looking at the doctor's report and what people are saying and maybe the pain, and you're looking at that and you're praying out of that, that's not praying out of joy. That's praying out of sorrow. Don't work. So what do you say? Well, Pastor, what do you mean? Uh, you know, the things are going on and, you know, I got this pain and this. But the joy of the Lord, you pray out of that. You get as much joy as you can. It's in you. Joy's in you. And thank God, Lord, I thank you for joy. I just thank you. And then he says, look what he says. By his stripes, you were healed. But it don't look like I'm healed. But if you stay on that and get rid of that, I were healed. Then that means I am healed. Then what rises up? Joy. (laughs) See it? See it? Because I'm not looking at the circumstances. I'm looking at what the word of God says. And the word of God said, by his stripes, you were healed. Even though I can't see it, I'm going to give thanks that is already done. Hallelujah. And joy arise up. Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Almost finished. So, Satan... Here's some, here's some joy stealers. Discontentment. You ever been discontented? Looking at somebody, looking at something that somebody else got and wish you had it? I, oh, that's a good way to get discontented. Right? Look at somebody else's car. Your car ain't working right. Man, devil gets you discontented. And joy goes. Amen? That's just one example. I, I, I bet you can give me some. How we can become discontented. Wishing you were somewhere else. Somebody else. I just wish I was somebody else. When you get discontented, boop, he steals your joy. Says, Lord, I thank you who I am. What I have. Glory. Distraction? You ever been distracted? Get off focus. Oh, that's a big one. The devil can get you distracted, he can get you joy. So we got, what's, what's the cure for that? If I'm distracted, that means I get scripture and look at it and meditate on it. Think about it. Focus. Focus on God's word. Focus on what he said. Focus on the victory. Hallelujah. Discouragement. You ever been discouraged? Yeah. 
I think that, that hits everybody, man. Man, that hit me a lot. You just get discouraged. Things are not going right. You get discouraged. But what, what is that designed to do? Steal your joy. See? Because the joy is your strength. And when I have strength, I have courage. See, I'm not discouraged. I have courage. Hallelujah. How can I do that? This is why, see, this is why a few months ago I started telling everybody, prophesy. What's the best way to get out of discouragement or keep discouragement from hitting you? The best way to do that is find somebody else and encourage them. But see, the devil don't want you to know that. He wants you, it's me, oh me, oh my, oh my, what I'm going to do. Oh, no, find somebody in the body of Christ. See, that's why we come here, because everybody's not perfect. Did you think everybody's perfect? I'm always going to say this. That time I was laying in the bed, living in Clayton, living in the bed, and Sister Lori calls me on the phone with scriptures. That was an encouragement. That was an encouragement. Glory to God. See? When you encourage someone else, then somebody else will encourage you. <laughs> Get your mind off yourself and encourage somebody else. That's why I said, come in with a scripture. Not what you can get out of the service. Come in. I come here this morning, Brother Joe. I come here this morning to encourage you. He comes in to encourage people. Amen. There's no room for discouragement when you're encouraged. That's why you prophesy. Comfort somebody. Encourage them. Exhort them. Joy. You ever encourage somebody and they, they lighten up? What happened to you? You lighten up. <laughs> Glory. Oh, oh, here's a big one. Disappointment. You ever been disappointed? Yeah. We, I think we've all been disappointed, right? People didn't come through for you, especially didn't promise you something. God, did they promise you? They didn't said they didn't gave their word, and they backed out. And you feel you feel you feel disappointed. You don't let the devil say, I am. No, you feel that way. You feel discouraged. You feel discontented. You feel distracted. But bless God, you have joy. Amen. Oh, here's one, disease. You get hit with a disease. You're not, you don't have ease. That's a discouragement. That, man, that, that can take your joy, can it? Right, Elder Terry? Yeah. That's why you need somebody else around you. That's why you need to be in a church where you got people to call you and encourage you and say, by his stripes you are healed. Hallelujah. You're coming out of this in the name of Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. (laughs) Woo. And we're going to stop on this one because this one is something that we don't think about. Dishonor. And I didn't really think about how that's going to, man, this is the one the devil used to take joy just like that. Bam. That's why one of the first, one of the commandments said, honor your father and mother that your day might be long upon the earth because to honor somebody is to give them joy. It's to release joy in their life. 
Joy and honor goes together. Hey, think about that. We celebrated Sister Lori's 60th. <laughs> she don't mind me saying that. <laughs> Everybody else knows. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah. Hallelujah. That's a good thing. And it was a celebration, wasn't it? Now, how about we came in all gloom? <laughs> Would you feel honored? I was going to go to this thing. Get mad at everybody around the table. No, I heard people laughing and talking, and they got the music out and they began to dance. Why? Because it was a celebration of joy to honor someone. Mm. See? So when we dishonor somebody, what's that mean? You don't honor them. You don't put joy in their life. The Bible says salute people. Good morning. What are you doing when you say good morning? That's how people walk. Young people? Where's my young people? I see some of the young people come in and they don't say nothing. Old people too. That's a dishonor. You walk in a place you don't say hi or good morning. Have a good day. What are you doing there? That's honor. You're honoring somebody. And if you don't honor anybody, you, there's no, your joy is low. Good morning. How are you? We call it courtesy, but in actuality, it's honor. It's honor. And where there's no honor, there's dishonor, and that's how he steals your joy. I'm going I'm to close with these scriptures. Let's look at them. Turn to Philippians 2.29. Esther 8.16. And Zephaniah 3.17. Somebody say honor. honor. You honor people. You smile at them. You rejoice. Glory to God. You give them honor. You got those scriptures? All right. Somebody said honor. Look at Philippians 2.29. Something good happened to the Jews. This is Esther's day. And it said the Jews had light and gladness and joy and honor in every providence and in every city. Whithersoever the king's commandment his decree came, the, joy, the Jews had joy and and gladness, a feast, and a good day. Hallelujah. I said, uh, did I? I'm sorry. I, I read Esther first. I'm sorry. Okay. Philippians 2, I'm jumping ahead of myself. No, good. You stay in Philippians 2.29. It says, receive him therefore in the Lord with all gladness. That means every time you walk in this, in this building, we're all kings, don't you know? Everybody is a king. He made us kings and priests. So what should we be doing? Oh, greet somebody, hug them, honor them with joy. It says, honor him with all gladness and hold such and reputation. That's honor. 
So when you rejoice in with somebody, you're honoring them. Husbands, the Bible says honor your wife. So now you know what that means. Rejoice with her. When's the last time we rejoiced with our wives? That's a dishonor. That steals your joy. Steals your joy. Amen. Somebody say, men say hallelujah. Hallelujah. And men, you got to say hallelujah. Now, hallelujah. (laughs) Come on, men, say hallelujah. 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 How are we going to honor our wives? We've learned how to rejoice. Amen. Glory. Rejoice. That's honor. Glory. Hallelujah. Honor your mother and father. Rejoice. Don't think about, you know, even if they're going on, think about the good things. It's honor. Right? Honor your boss. I don't care if they don't like you, they don't care about you. Listen, come on. This is all of us. We've all been there. You have bosses that wasn't that good. They say stuff, they do stuff. But that comes to do what? Steal your joy, right? What do you do in return? You honor them. If you begin to honor them, guess what? Your joy will be strong, and the joy of the Lord is your strength, and you can replant the mess. But if the devil gets you thinking, oh, man, what they did to me, what they said about me, all oh, this and all that, but, uh, and you're all no joy, and you're going around like a chicken, with, you know? You ain't got no joy. You can't replant nothing. You hear what I'm saying? I said, do you hear what I'm saying? So what do you do? Rejoice. He said, good morning, boss. Good morning, wife. Good morning, husband. Good morning, mom. Good morning, dad. Why? Ain't got nothing to do with them, but it keeps your joy strong. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory to Jesus. I'm telling you, all we should have a bounce in our step. Hallelujah. Because the joy of the Lord has risen up on the inside of us. Hallelujah. Somebody treats you wrong on the job. Bless them. Hallelujah. Why? Because it keeps your joy. Ain't done nothing. Might not do nothing but do them. But keep your joy flowing. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Come on, stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to the Become a Light Today podcast. Family Life Christian Fellowship services are every Sunday at 11 a.m. and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Call area code 856-430-6365 or visit us online today at familylifeonline.org for more information.